money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because this is the show where we talk about the heart issues around money. I thought we were going to do that together. Happy happy 20. Oh, uh, maybe I missed that. But I was thinking about 2022 and all that. Well, it's middle of January. We're already like. We're not in sync. We're not in sync. I know. We're already tired of 2022. Now we are not. (laughs) In light of the topic today, you're like. I'm very excited because this is your topic. Well, this is why we exist. This This is is your. This, this is, is the, the essence yes. of your yeah. It's yes. pretty fun. So yes. if if you're listening this morning, listen in longer because Dave is gonna just explode with exuberance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say more than that. So let's start with some housekeeping because sure. we can do that. So today's show is sponsored by Bold Care, and uh, if you've listened to the last couple of shows just before the, the Christmas break, we had Bold on. He's a fellow podcaster. He's an award-winning certified kingdom advisor. So he he does, he, he syncs with us quite well. He does. Uh, in that he talks about how God and money intersect. Uh, and I often joke with him and say, you know, we, we get people to the point where they can actually think and, and maybe actually do some investing and then bold you take over and you help them think through their giving and their their investing strategies uh and so there's a great great we love bold great partnership and and we're really just excited that uh we're doing some cross-pollination with bold carry so bold has a podcast called thrive 1110 it's uh, hosted on CHRI on Monday mornings, uh, but also it's on uh, lots of podcasting platforms. And so feel free to check out Thrive 1110 with Bold Carry. Yes, we really okay. love Bold. He's, he's got a lot of exuberance too. Yes. So anyway, so I yeah, listen, go back and listen to our show, morethanenough.ca, notmine.ca, and chri.ca, and we can start. And buy my book. Right. Yes. 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 And actually, Bold re-ran our show with Ray about our book, yeah. my book. So so a little bit, I mean, if you're on YouTube and YouTube's your thing and you want yes. to hear Reb, in, you get interviewed about the book, there's an interview there. There's two there. There's two interviews yeah. there. Man, we have been, no wonder we're a little tired, well, but I'm not tired this morning. No, but, no you know, I'm not either. We actually had a good on. sleep last night. This mm-hmm. is really in, like, yeah, you guys can pray for sleep for us because that's a real key ingredient for our life. And I can't say I always get it. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, that's another story. But let's, we're talking today about bringing hope and freedom. If you guys know anything about more than enough financial, which is, uh, the big umbrella of what we do. We own more than enough financial. We're a coaching company that also does mortgages, taxes. Uh, we do training, equipping, podcasting, 
writing. There's a whole bunch of stuff we do. And our tagline really is bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. Now, we don't own that tagline. Um, God kind of downloaded that tagline to Lynn Fraser. Many, we, many, we own it now. We, well, yeah. t- okay. It's I mean, God's tagline. Well, sure. Okay. I, okay yeah. I know that sounds silly. I'll let but, God have those words. <laughs> yeah. But but he deposited those words mm. into Lynn before we ever came on the scene when um, more than enough coaching was just this idea in Lynn's head in 2007. Mm. And um, uh, then David uh, came on board with Lynn and they cre- and he didn't know he'd be here that long coaching, but <laughs> here we are, 2022, and we're still. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe I'll interview you on that story yeah. sometime. But um, so bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. Dave is uh, a reason I say he's very exuberant about this is because this is his raison d'etre of, mm-hmm. of more than enough. Why he's here. And I should say why we're here, but really it's, it's his pulse. It's his flowing through his, through his veins to bring hope and freedom. And we want to talk a little bit about what on earth does that mean? Yeah. And it came to my mind because I did an interview with John and Vicki Ruby for, uh, Tim- uh, not Timothy Christian, for Redeemer, for mm-hmm. their grade nine class. Redeemer Christian High, High School. School. Yeah, Let's, we did. You know, throw those okay. little, little plugs, in, plugs in, there. in there. So yeah. we were doing an interview for their grade nine class because they do financial literacy. And I thought Vicki and John Ruby were a great um, couple story. to story. They have a great story. And so I asked them, so what is freedom? Like we were talking like, how did you get freedom in your finances? He goes, well, let's define freedom. I'm like, good point. What on earth is, what does it mean that we're bringing hope and freedom to to people? And um, before we go there, I'm going to just read a couple of verses that were on my mind with the words freedom and hope. Now, there's a lot of scripture verses. I mean, it Jesus came to set us free. And Galatians 5 verse 1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Now, people can ask you, well, why did Christ come? He came to set us free for freedom's sake, because that's what that verse says. Mm -hmm. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now, you can go and read Galatians to get the context of what he's talking about. Because then Paul- we're going to- Talk- Talk about this in light of finances. Finances, right. So, and then Romans 5, um, actually, I don't have the whole thing, but in my mind, what I was thinking about the show today, when our daughter Hope was born, Hope was born in the midst of um, the loss of my brother. He had just died in a car accident six weeks before I gave birth. Our dear friend um, at the time, who has since passed away, had a severe stroke. Um, and mm-hmm. there was just, there was one other thing that was really. Another friend of ours. Oh, her husband, yes. Her fiance yes, passed yeah, away. Yes. Yeah. So I gave birth in April. Her fiance passed away in a climbing accident. So it was like those three events had happened. And it, and I was, we were coming off of the loss of two children. Mm-hmm. We had miscarried two children. And I almost didn't believe I was having a baby. I was very pregnant, but I almost didn't believe I was actually going to carry this child. So when she was born, we already knew we were going to name her hope mm. and um and she came to us and uh on april 16th and hope was born and she really um uh you know gets devastated by all the hope jokes she does she's like you know especially in the christian world you know we got hope jokes coming all all the time but um but to say that when she was born romans 5 um verses 1 to 5 
um, talks about trouble and tribulation, and we shouldn't get discouraged because in the difficulty, we grow perseverance and character and character hope. And hope doesn't disappoint because God's love is poured out to us by the Holy Spirit. So I know that we're in a space of lockdown. Again, we're heading into the the start of the third year of pandemic mm-hmm. conversations and difficulties and challenges as a world, not just as a community. Mm-hmm. And some of you may be feeling the despair. I know when we got the news of the lockdown, I it was hard. It just not for Dave because th- no, I think there was a, a uh, I don't know if it was a provincial um kind of sigh if if i can use that word but certainly the uh you know the 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 announcements came out and and everybody kind of went really again like really like this is where we're at still um so and and you know when we talk about these scriptures this is why i love that we can like this is when scripture comes to life where where we can go Okay, well, you know, Galatians 5, you know, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And if you read the next line, it says, stand firm. Don't let yourselves be burdened by the yoke of slavery. And, and that can have all kinds of, uh, of, uh, applic- applications. If I get that out. So that can have all kinds of applications. You know, we can be talking about finances, but we can be talking about, okay, there is, uh, you know, one of my other favorite quotes that you know is a quote that says, the price of freedom mm-hmm. is eternal vigilance. Yes. And, and that resonates because this of Galatians 5, it, it really, it says, Christ has come and he's brought freedom and we can receive that, but there is still a vigilance. There is still a standing firm that we need to do to put our faith and hope in Christ, no matter what the circumstances look like. And, and, you know, whether it's a COVID circumstance or whether you're experiencing a financial circumstance where you're saying, well, you know, now there's no supports and, and, and I don't know what I'm going to do to get a job and, and all of these questions. Again, our encouragement and my encouragement this morning is, is if you're feeling that, stand firm. Well, and, and I, I'm, I'm aware that a lot of these phrases or thoughts, you know, we have given out in our Christian communities for years mm-hmm. since I'm, I'm in my fifties. And, you know, we can, we can receive these as just cliches. But what does it really mean for you to walk in hope and freedom in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of financial challenges? You may have lost your job. You may be sick. You may have to take leave. I just read a post. You may be sick and tired tired and tired. tired. (laughs) Right. And and you have to take unpaid leave. I just Mm -hmm. have a friend who's struggling. Her daughter's health is very poor. She's got stress at work, stress at home. She's up in the night. She's exhausted. And how do you how do we hang on to hope and freedom to stand firm and uh, you know there i don't want i don't want you to hear us giving you a cliche answer that you know well this is why i love coaching though this is why you know when we talk about what we do at more than enough um i love coaching because this is where coaching is so powerful. It's not about a cliche line. It's about the coach is walking beside you. It's about you being, even if it's in community with with that coach one-on-one. But uh, again, I know our coaches are going to say, hey, 
You need to get into community. Again, one of the biggest challenges we've had through this last season is is working through how do we not feel isolated? How do we not in in a lot of um, in a lot of the practical elements we're we're forced into isolation. But we've been coaching people out of isolation in their finances for 15 years. I mean, people, and you know that you're listening to the show and you know, I don't want to share my finances with anybody like that's, that's personal. And yet when we enter that relationship and we say, okay, um, I can enter into community. uh, I get to share. uh, And, and the coaches that, that again, they're trained to say, we're not going to overwhelm you with tasks. We're not going to overwhelm you with things to do. What we are going to do is is be, even if it's a small community, begin to move one step at a time in the direction that God's leading you in the area of your finances. And so these verses take on a real a practical element when it's you know we can look to Christ and we can say there's so many things we don't know there's so many things that we can't control there's so many things that um you know every time we turn around are changing and yet we can say Christ has set us free what does that look like and again there's an element going back to Galatians 5 standing firm going back to Hebrews 6 and saying we have hope as an anchor Again, these words are, are Paul saying there's an element hope is not, uh, um, you know, is not flighty. You know, it doesn't move around. We can keep our eyes on Christ and we can anchor ourselves there and we can stand firm, as he says in Galatians. Uh, and, and it does take effort and it does take intentionality to do that. And it takes community to do that, even if that community is with your spouse, even if that community is with a coach, or maybe it's the greater community of how you're connecting with your neighbors or the church or whatever that community looks like for you in different parts of your life. So the other thought I had about this, Mm -hmm. about the hope and freedom thing is something I learned this past year, and I actually wrote a little piece about it. In, in your book. book. Yes, I know. Okay, so you can, if you have my book, go to page 75 and I will read. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But there is there is something I read from um, the Dutch theologian and author. He's passed away. He's a Catholic priest. Um, he said this, God is a God of the present and reveals to those who are willing to listen carefully to each moment in which they live the steps they are to take toward the future. God is a God of the present and reveals to those who are willing to listen carefully to the moment in which they live, the steps they are to take toward the future. Even as coaches, we don't have the answers for you. We can ask good questions. We can pray. We can gain, help gain insights alongside you, but it is it is the Lord who knows. He knows what he has in store for you. And it's one thing that I learned that we can, um, because Jesus said, today has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. And each day we take care of what is in front of us to do. Mm-hmm. And that's really 
important in the journey of hope and freedom. You know, we can look at our world today and say, we don't have a lot of freedoms. We can't go out for dinner. We can't do this. We can't do that. Especially if you're not vaccinated, there's, there's some freedoms that have been stripped from you, um, from us, you know, but freedom is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one who wants to without hindrance or restraint. Um, it's, it's not being imprisoned or enslaved. Mm. So when we think of freedom and we don't want to be enslaved, we are no longer slaves to sin. We are no longer slaves to our financial history. If it was a bad history, your financial story from your past, your upbringing, your bankruptcy, your, your, um, the mistakes maybe that you made. You know, you're not, you don't have to be enslaved to them because Christ took all of it. He set us free, even from those mistakes. And even if you have to start again, fresh every day, this is what freedom is. You may not be free from debt completely yet, but you are headed on a journey where you understand I can go to Christ with my financial debts. I can say, Lord, I've got $25,000 in debt. I have not trusted you. I have made mistakes. Or maybe some of you have just been in bad circumstances and all you felt you were left with is um, credit. And so we go to credit. I mean, it happens. We get it. But every day you can go with your story to Christ and say, you say, Lord Jesus, that you've set me free. How do I walk in your freedom today in my story? How do I do what Henry Nouwen says and simply look to the day and handle today what is God is asking me to do? And in my book, I actually tell, write a story about my sister-in-law after she lost my brother that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. God showed her every day what to do because she was all of a sudden running a business she didn't know how to run. And God told her down to paperwork. And he gave her one thing to do every day. He'd tell her where to find the paperwork. He'd tell her to phone the bank. She just had this sense of what to do. And he was leading her and guiding her. And she tells the story a little bit in the book um, because it's so powerful to me that we can just live in each day in Christ's freedom each day. So yes, when we talk about hope and freedom, we want you to be free from debt. We want you to be free financially to give and to live on less than you make and not pay interest money to the banks. But it's also really the heart of it is how do you walk with Christ today in freedom, even when your story, even when our circumstances says something else. And we can look to Christ because he was born in this time when Rome was enslaving the world. They were powerful. They were, they had boundaries. They were violent. Um, Israel wanted freedom from them physically, and Jesus didn't come to physically free them at that time. He came with a whole other purpose to establish a different kingdom. And I, you know, okay, I said you'd be exuberant, but I do get excited about that idea of, of, of living in his kingdom and mm-hmm. another level. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in these things, we can just, you know, kind of, let's put some practical feed onto this. Let's say, what does that look like? And, and uh, you know, again, love the story, but we've lived that story too, where at the morning you come to the Lord and you say, okay, Lord, in my finances, you know, here it is. These are my plans. I got to go to the grocery store today. I got to go to, 
you know, whatever your, your, in a sense, your plan is and our plan is, we bring that before the Lord. We say, okay, Lord, now show us what that means. And, and again, we, we could spend the rest of the podcast sharing our own story. Uh, and we've got hundreds of other stories of this small little practical, um, discipline, I'm going to mm-hmm. call it, yes. where, where just, uh, uh, coming before the Lord. And I love Philippians 4. Again, this is the practical application of Scripture. Whatever is good, whatever is right, whatever is pure. Essentially, what, what Paul is saying there is, is keep your eyes on Christ. And so much of what we focus on is all of the bad, all of the discouraging, all of the... And, and Paul's saying, listen, I, I, I want you to be aware that when we have our eyes on Christ and we take all of these things and say, okay, Lord... Here's my plan. I got to go to the grocery store and there's only 20 bucks that's available. What am I going to do? How am I going to do that? Uh, you can ask the Lord these things and and then allow him to to direct you as you move. One of the things that I that I found is is that we 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 walk in the spirit of that. So then we go to the store and we say, "Okay, I got my 20 bucks. I got it in my pocket. This is what I have." And we can anticipate those miracles where Oh, you know, hey, you find the deal on the stuff you want, or you walk out of the store with the three bags and you paid 20 bucks, and you're really not sure how the math works, but you know you didn't steal it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it would be a miracle if you came out with three bags and $20. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, just yeah. laying the miracle out there, right? I, and, and, you, so. and you all may be thinking, oh, well, you know, that's just, you know, we're, we're, I'm not in that position. But, you know, if we would, even if you and I, as we've had more cash flow the last couple of years, Dave, mm-hmm. we have walked away from those kind of conversations, or I have with the Lord. I just, I know he, I don't. he's giving me a raised <laughs> eyebrow. Sure, you have. You do not pray that when you go into uh, uh, PV Mart or, or BMR. Or, mm-hmm. you don't, Princess Auto, Princess, I usually have the gift card now. Yeah. It's Christmas, so... <laughs> <laughs> you can't say you do that either. Anyway, that's your day. But, but sometimes, just to go back to it, mm. it is that simple. God, I, I know this week we're struggling. We're struggling to pay our mortgage. Mm. And, and sometimes he might say, well, reach out to your friend. Reach out to your church community. Ask for help. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's a lot of shame around asking for help because we feel like we're supposed to have it all together. Well, we are in a time and place where community doesn't necessarily function the way it did Mm -hmm. in the New Testament church. And maybe we're to get back to the way we function then, where we hold more things in common. If you have a hammer, you lend it. If you have a saw, you lend it. You need a tree cut down. You call some friends and say, how do we, how do I do this? I need help. Um, there's no shame in asking for help because we we have resources together. Together we make up this big resource pot mm. and we can move forward together. And I don't And I don't, I'm gonna jump in there in terms of a little sidebar. If um, you know, in scripture again, uh, uh, Paul talks about there are times where you have plenty and there are times where um you don't have a lot. And when you're in those times of plenty, it's our responsibility to look and say, how can I help my neighbor? What can I do? So, you know, I, I'm going to speak to the church leaders and I'm going to call you out a little bit. If, if you're a church leader and you, you're doing your, you're looking at your 2022 budgets, maybe you've done them already. 
Um, there are going to be a huge change in expenses that have happened um, over the last two years. How are you managing, you know, the building and all of those things? But you may want to say, you know what, we need to make some more money available to to uh, build into the community on some of these practical things that, uh, again, um, I know God is going to download where it is and how he wants to use you as a leader in your in your church community to meet the need. And I've heard so many cool, creative, and, and just practical ways that the churches have have reached and changed and said, the needs are changing. We no longer have to invest all of this money into Sunday mornings or into programs that are happening in the evenings because we're not allowed to. What do we do with that that money as we we play that out? And so I want to challenge you, you know, the the, the leaders uh, or even those who who are looking at it and saying we know statistically that the Canadian family's actually been able to save more money during this COVID season. Uh, and if you're one of those families who's been able to do that, that's awesome. God gives that money so that you can, um, in a sense share that with the community that you have. And and so I'm going to just challenge those that have more than enough. Uh, yep, I threw that in. Way to go, Dave. But those <laughs> that have more than enough and you want to to say, how do I do that? That's also the prayer. And, and that's the prayer. It's a different kind of prayer than maybe you prayed before where you were always just barely enough or maybe not enough. And now you're in a place where there is more than enough and, and you can start asking a little bit of a different question. Lord, so that's, how do I do that? So really, that's a way to, we together bring hope and freedom to our communities. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So. Yeah. So, and, and again, uh, you know, the Lord often gives us increase, not for our own, but to increase uh, and to build into our communities. Uh, and so a lot of times when we see an increase, we go, oh, good, I get to spend more money on me. And that's not the default. That's that's our human default. But God's default is, is to say, if, if I'm going to give you increase, then uh, it's to share with the community. It's to allow those in your in your sphere of influence to experience the hope in Christ, the freedom in Christ, the life in Christ. And so uh, seeing that and knowing that that's really the core of what money is about is to to be able to share what we have with the community around us. So there's one thought I have about that, even just tying in. I was reading a book. I've been reading a book um, in the wee hours when I can't sleep uh, called um, Everybody Always by Bob Goff. It's about how to love Mm -hmm. and loving the creepy people um, because we are the creepy people to somebody else. Anyway, really good book. Recommend it highly. Um, uh, Although I haven't finished it. So, so far it's really good. But he talks about building our a king, God's kingdom and not a castle. Mm. So a castle, we can build and have moats and drawbridges and say, nope, not today. I'm not extending myself or my life to those people because I, I don't understand those people or they're a little creepy to me. But what is it to build the kingdom and to do that together where we where there's a gate around it and we have the great gatekeeper of the Lord, um, but it's a community and we offer ourselves and our resources to the community. And while we 
say bringing hope for today and freedom to tomorrow, that that's what we're trying to do at more than enough. You know, we can receive that hope and freedom from the Lord individually, but then as part of community, we are part of that kingdom vehicle that can bring hope and freedom. And I think that's a really Mm -hmm. cool point that you've raised, Dave. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. Well, we're wrapping up and I always like, well, always, but I often like to wrap up with something practical. And and here's just a, a little practical tip uh, in, in light of all of this. You know, if, if you um, take, pay attention. So take 15 minutes, sit down and, and, and just say to yourself, so what am I focused on today? Am I focused on the negative? The, am I focused on the lack? Or uh, am I focused on Christ? Am I focused on uh, all of the changes that I'm going to have to make today? Or am I focused on, can I hear the voice of Christ leading me? Change, yes, is going to happen. Decisions, yes, they need to be made. But part of the hope that we have in Christ is, is that he lives in us and that he will guide us. He will direct us. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you that that is a truth, that that, that is a rock solid, that is a foundation, that as we come before you, that you, you are uh, anticipating having a conversation with us about the day-to-day practical things that, that we do. And so, Lord, we just, uh, again, thank you that you're that personal and that you speak into our lives in, in such a personal way. And thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. So thank you to Bold Carré and Podcast Thrive 1110 for sponsoring us this month. And uh, we'll talk to you next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.